Subscribe to Video Palace on Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. All episodes of Season 1 of Video Palace are now available exclusively to Shudder members. Download the app or visit Shudder.com and keep listening. This stuff is true, then it is equal parts ridiculous and fucked up. I, I don't know who you are, Mark. I can't. What? I can't. No. Turn that off. Tamara, I Turn the fucking you. thing off! No. This is over, Stop Mark! It. Wait! Wait! When I took on this investigation, I thought it would be a fun look into the oddest corner of collector culture I could imagine. Maybe it was even my revenge on all those people who outbid me on Tales from the Quad Dead Zone on eBay a few years back. I could sit here and dig into this small group of collectors and judge their hobby or passion or obsession or whatever it is, but like most insular groups of fans and nerds, collectors, whatever you want to call them, the majority of these people are just fun-loving weirdos like me who just want to know everything about the things they love the most. But now bad stuff is happening. Our composer friend Kat was in a traffic accident that put her in a coma. Jacob Manders, the first person I ever talked to who actually knew about the video palace as the brick-and-mortar place that it was, he's dead. Someone broke into our apartment, and all of our hard evidence is gone, and, and now Tamara, my partner in crime in all of this, she's gone too. Out of this investigation, and uh, maybe even out of our relationship. Again, I can't find a way to believe that my investigation or the white tapes could have in any way caused what happened to Kat or to Jacob or even myself. But as Tamara pointed out, this stuff isn't happening in a bizarre folklore story about some weird-ass video store. It's happening in our lives. Maybe she's right. Maybe it's time to quit. Hey, Mark. It's me. Um, I'm at Gemma's place. I'm really sorry about what happened. I think I'm just worried about you and uh, like everything going on with Kat. It's a lot is going on. Uh, anyway, so I, I realized that I had recorded some audio of Kat lining up the four tapes on my phone, and after hearing it with fresh ears, I actually did some research and I figured out the tap code. It's coordinates. They lead to Randy's piano shop. Will you call me, please? But then again, 
Maybe this is the moment when everything is telling us to quit. But what we should really do is keep trying. I took Tamara's call as a sign. To not quit. To not back down. To see this thing through. No matter what. I'm Mark Cambria, and this is the story of a strange videotape and a real mystery waiting to be solved. Welcome to Video Palace. If you ever speak to my mother again, so help me God, I'll take that little recorder of yours and I'll shove it up your piss hole sideways. I found something I think you're really going to be interested in, and uh, I just want to make sure you see it. Did you see his eyes? What? Did you see his eyes? So, is there any chance you might be willing to just repeat what we just said while I'm recording? Are you serious? Okay, um... I said I was sorry and that I didn't mean to come down so hard on you and that I was just overwhelmed about Kat. No, I'm 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 sorry too. Seriously. I totally get it. I just no, it just like it makes me sick to my stomach to think that Kat was in that accident in any way because she was helping us. I know, I feel exactly the same way. It just no accidents happen, but I know. it just feels so yeah. I remember when I told you that I was worried about your safety. Yeah. It's a little ironic to me that we're talking about safety while we're driving across the Verrazano. It's a huge bridge that connects Brooklyn to Staten Island that a few years ago was rated as the least safe bridge in all of New York. As we merged onto it, there was a sign that said photography and videotaping while on the bridge are illegal. A holdover from 9-11. See if we get busted for audio. I've been thinking about it, and I feel like we need to have a code word. Like some way that's me telling you that you have to stop. And and you have to agree to stop whatever you're doing when I say it. I'm, I'm not just trying to be a ball buster here. I, I think we need some ground rules so that we don't end up somewhere we don't want to be. And if I agree to that code word thing, then you're going to keep helping me with all this stuff? We then proceeded to argue for 15 minutes about what that code word would be. Mm, Tetris. Hmm. Hmm. Phantomos. Mm. Oh, what about Sparkles? That was my pug when I was little. No, no, thank you. We went through bands, video games, childhood dog names, on and on like an online porn name generator. Finally, I suggested Revic. Name of the bad guy in David Cronenberg's Scanners, who blows up heads with just his mind and sucks the brains out of the hero. The video box alone scared me as a kid. Tamara relented, and Revic was a go. Stake out. Do you realize how weird that word sounds? Makes me hungry. It was mid-afternoon when we arrived at Randy's shop. From the outside, it looks like one of those storefronts in a cheapish building that probably hasn't changed in decades. Because it hasn't. 
We decided that this trip would be purely fact-finding, that we'd watch the store, take notes, see if there was anything unusual. We were there for about two hours when we saw just that. What the hell? What? Look at his door. <gasps> Weird. I've been in Randy's shop, and it's not a big place, so it was a little strange that at 4.35 p.m., suddenly, about two dozen well-dressed people, mostly in their 40s and 50s, exited the store. They didn't talk to one another. They just dispersed as they left, like like they didn't want to be seen around one another. What is like Randy hosting a funeral? Like a piano to themed funeral? Why would that many people be there? Do you think they saw us? No, no, no. None of them even, like, looked up. Shit, there he is. Who? Who? Randy? We saw Randy closing up his place, pulling one of those scissor gates closed so nobody could get in and locking it with a padlock. He's gone. Okay, okay, I have an idea. You have that uh, that phone app that records phone calls, right? Yeah. Okay, so turn it on, and then you'll hear everything that's going on. Where are you doing? Just please, trust me, just turn it on. Okay. All right. I called Tamara, and this is what she recorded on her phone. Yeah, what are you doing? Just tell me if Randy comes back or if you see He's in. I don't think you can get out of there without seeing you. 
me. Mark. from almost getting caught in the shop, but this was nuts. These people came out of nowhere and surrounded us and were smacking the car windows with their bare hands. I recognized a few of the faces. They were the people we saw leaving Randy's place earlier. And while Tamara was screaming at them, I looked out my window and saw Randy, inches away from my face. He looked me in the eyes and said something I couldn't hear through the noise. But the look on his face, this blank, trance-like stare. I'll never forget it. Luckily, uh, Tamara was more focused on the mission at hand, getting us out of there. Oh, God. What was that? What the hell? Seriously. Are you okay? Around halfway back across the Verrazano, I stopped looking behind us to see if they were following. I feel like whoever these people were. We've been circling each other since I got the first white tape. I've seen them, they've seen me, they've broken into my place, and now I guess I've broken into theirs. But who are they? What do they want? Is Randy one of them? Or, or is he their leader? I mean, this all leads back to the dark legacy of the Video Palace. What was its purpose? What's really going on here? We were afraid they'd be waiting for us when we got back to our place, but it was just the same mess since the burglary. Tamara hadn't been home since we'd argued. Jesus, Mark, you didn't clean up at all? I did clean up a little bit. What did you do? Uh, they broke that plate and I put it in the garbage. Nice. In addition to getting our living space back in order, we had a lot to discuss regarding what happened. But more importantly, I had a package from Jacob Manders meant for me. Assume it's the one his daughter Audrey was talking about, the one that disappeared after he died. Is that another one? Oh yes. Another white tape. And a note. Dear Mark, I have to confess I wasn't 100% honest with you. I told you I'd gotten a white tape, but I never actually sold it. I kept it in my collection. I'd never had the guts to watch it. Maybe it will help you with your investigation. Maybe not. I only ask that you don't sell it, and when you're done with it, please don't give it back to me. Yours, Jacob. Are you gonna play it?
Maybe if I'd only seen the first white tape one time, I wouldn't know what to look for and I'd think that they were the same, but having seen four of them, this one was a departure. The audio was obviously something else, and the visuals were completely different. Like a blasted gray landscape after a nuclear bomb had gone off. It was haunting and dead. I think Tamara finally understood why I was so obsessed with all this. But, at this point, she had something to say. Okay, I'm pulling the plug. Mark, this is just going to keep going and going and going, and we're never going to see the end of this. Tonight was crazy. You could have been killed. I'm calling Revik on the whole thing. Yeah, I get it. I think you, you found what you were looking for in that place, and that's just more questions. More to dig into, right? It's not worth the risk. I'm done. I really think you should be too, okay? Yeah, yeah. You sure? Of course, yeah. Team Revic, all the way. I love you. Love you back. Hey, I mean it. I really, really love you. I love you too, Tim. I understand where Tamara was coming from. This has gone crazier and further than what I'd originally envisioned, but I hadn't told her one thing, and that's the thing that haunts me even now as I record this. It was dark in Randy's shop, and on the way out, I ran into the guy that she saw entering. Her bodies collided. You know how it feels when you accidentally bump into someone bigger than you? Even if they're caught off guard, there's still this feeling of weight, of heavy heaviness. It, this didn't feel like that, it was more like running into a pile of bamboo mounted on the floor. It felt hollow and empty, but unmovable at the same time. He, uh, was it even a he? He didn't acknowledge me the way most people would, cursing or just being shocked that I was in there at all. I had a terrible thought of who this person might be, so even in my panic, I looked up at his face. I couldn't see his eyes. Video Palace is a Shudder original podcast. Please, be kind, rewind.
All episodes of Season 1 of Video Palace are now available exclusively to Shudder members. Download the app or visit Shudder.com and keep listening. Love Video Palace? Share it with a friend on Apple Podcasts.